consistency is key. So that means we're uploading all the time and we're back with another podcast for you guys. Welcome to the Not Just 90 podcast. I hope you enjoy this one as we've got, you know, a few different topics to cover. It's me, Nat McKenzie Smith, with my big boy. Yeah, it's me, Connor Redpath. Thanks again, guys. And what a thing to talk about, eh, Nat? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, domestic football for us both is going down the shitter. So let's yeah, just distract ourselves that. with the footballing elite competition. We're back again for the second part of our round of 16 Champions League preview. And we're also going to touch on last week's fixtures, which we ask you listeners and people on the socials to get in touch and give us your opinions. Yeah, we've got a few few little replies. So thank you guys for, we'll get it out now because we don't want to say it, you know, an hour into the podcast. We'll say it right now. Um, Thank you for uh, your responses. The love on Twitter, love to see it. So thank mm. you very much. But before we get into the Champions League and dive into the fixtures uh, and the results from last week, we thought best off to touch on the great news that came yesterday. Um, the roadmap from Big Bojo on the twenty second <laughs> on the twenty second of February is is mapped it out. Uh, we would talk, you know, we're not politicians, we're not that sort of people, we don't really care about it. But there's a few things regarding football uh, specifically that we are going to talk about because, you know, it's great news and it's sort of like um, a light at the end of the tunnel, really, that, you know, it's been quite emotional, emotional time, draining. People have been sick and tired and stuff. We've been in and out of lockdown. So it's quite nice to see that we've got things to aim for and then dates where we'll be able to start doing normal things. Um, but regards to football, um, the, the key one is the 29th of March when, you know, organised football at amateur level will, will restart. And obviously the big one, the 17th of May, getting the fans back in the oh, ground. That would be Vamos. special. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously it's still limited. Um it's still limited to what they can and can't have. Uh, the, you know, it says the larger venues here, at least 40,000 capacity can have up to 10,000. So, you know, we'll see a few more in the bigger stadiums, maybe in the Premier League. Um, but we won't see any at the Millers. We're probably about 200 because the stadium's too small. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. It's just, I just don't, I feel, I mean, I, mean, I was sat with my girlfriend yesterday watching it. Um, and she was getting emotional. It's just like you can see it's just a bit more positive. And then yes, I feel like there is light. Come out. Yeah, I feel once, yeah. once everyone's come out, we'll just be so much happier and I think appreciate, you know, the little things, especially in football. Mm-hmm. Like having just go into the games is such a, it's just, it's just something that you won't expect to be taken away from you. Yeah, of course. I mean, to think that we're pushing on now for a year since um since the first lockdown kicked in it's uh um i mean there were things that maybe could have been done to have stopped this dragging on as long but uh yeah. if we turn away or turn a blind eye on that and just think that there is news out there you know this all the vaccines and everything it would be fantastic and i mean we all get emotional at the games i i've cried at football and i imagine it i would probably admit that it would get a bit teary you know walking up the steps yeah. again or, or just, you know, just that feeling inside, just, I'm fine. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, what a great game. Some... It was nil nil, but it was so good. It's just something to look forward to. I mean, um, yeah. I think yeah. the excitement is, is sort of brewing with me anyway. I don't mm-hmm. know about you, but it's yeah, sort of yeah. just that normality coming back to life. And especially in, in, with football, it's so... Like, I mean, we've had it, we've had it, you know, constantly. We've, put, we've spoke about, obviously, the lockdown feels and the, the effects it's had on players and stuff like that. But, and us as fans as well, not being able to go to games, stuff like that. So it's it, it's something we spoke about quite a lot, uh, even personally as well, me and you, mm-hmm. that we've spoke about uh, these issues surrounding football and and the, the lack of atmosphere and all that stuff. But it's just nice to... To finally think that you know there'll be some point in the future where we can in, in the near near future as well uh you know considering everything goes to plan and, and all that yeah. stuff it'll it's just it's fantastic to even hear and i think now you see you go on social media especially i meant on social media like after the announcement and yeah. everyone's like me on the 21st of march yeah. I've, I've ended up in flipping barbados yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a night out, something daft like that. But yeah, yeah, honestly, I love I love the positivity, and I hope everyone listening as well is is feeling happy and feeling positive about the announcements, especially surrounding football. So yeah, yeah. bring on the rest of 2020. I say 21, on. mate. 2021. Yeah, mate, you, you, <laughs> you, you didn't let me fit. <laughs> Seasons. I see what you yeah. mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay um, rolling on yeah. um we did get yeah. in, put a tweet out last night around the same time i did think like are we going to get so much reaction to last week's fixtures having well just given notice to boris's announcement last night but yeah um yeah some of you got in touch to give us your opinions on last week and some of you even a little tip towards what you think might happen in this week's fixtures too do you want to pull the first one out yeah so the first one from big bad boy andrew kenny loves it (laughs) barca are finished barca are finished i said this after the game i was like i i mean we spoke about yeah we got like like cagey affair as well Mm -hmm. i said it's gonna be cagey affair i don't see this being like a massive goal barca are finished i agree completely Andrew, mate, it's absolutely that was embarrassing. That was absolutely embarrassing. That mm. picture, I think. Old legs, I think. Old legs, yeah. Tired legs, yeah. you know. Tired minds. The club's in turmoil as well. And I mean, I, between between the game and now, I watched that documentary that's on Prime, the mm. uh, Take the Ball Passable one. Yeah, yeah. About Guardiola. I'm, I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, you know, this philosophy's been around for ages. And you watch that game. Barcelona were like, nah, no, they, they like that whole philosophy thing has gone. It's gone. just got. I don't know where it's gone. It's <clears throat> gone, and it doesn't look like it's coming back anytime soon. I mean, can you put it down to the players' quality? Maybe. Can you put it down to the manager? You know, it seems a bit out of his depth. In fair to Koeman. Um yeah. But again, he's been quite aggressive in press conferences and stuff like that. And again, behind the scenes, club directors, um, you know, directors of football and all that stuff seem to be a bit, a bit wayward. So, 
I don't know. For me, Barcelona, I don't want to see it because I think they're such a great club that have really treated us to some fantastic football over the recent history mm-hmm. um, of, of their club. But, you know, it, I, I don't see a way back from, from that, really. Yeah. Um, they're not doing well in the league either, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can I agree with yourself and Andy on that one. Um, if we uh, If we move on, We'll touch on the rest of Andy's comments later on when we yeah. move forward. But Witsy got in yeah. touch, big Tom. Love that, Tom. Yeah. Um, he's Love admitting he is a Blues fan, so he's admitting that there is some bias. But Jude Bellingham coming through as the youngest English player to start a Champions League knockout game. And he's even got it down to his age and the days yeah, which he was on this year. earth. Yeah. Retire um, that shirt. Uh, and especially another nod to the younger players and Bappe and Haaland coming through and showing how this is the next gen. Are we, I, do you I, think yeah. that's sort of gone under the radar? But I think until I read him that, saying that, that was sort of when it's clicked with yeah. me to think that, I think, yeah, true. Uh, yeah, initially, um, there, there was quite a bit of stuff, obviously. It, and Bappe scored the hat-trick and Haaland was devastating against Sevilla. Um, with his finishes and and how clinical he was. Mm -hmm. I think it is just a sign of the times. I think, you know, we talk about Ronaldo and Messi. I mean, they're still scoring goals. I mean, Ronaldo yesterday uh, bagged two. So he's still still there or thereabouts. He's still the top goal scorer. (laughs) Messi's still there or thereabouts in in Barcelona's cause as well. But, you know, I think this season... Possibly next season, you know, talk of Messi leaving, um, you know, Ronaldo's ageing, Juve aren't doing so well. Mm. I think we're coming closer to the end of their so-called era and their, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the, the power behind them, the competition between them as well. Um, I mean, as well, Juve lost in, in the Champions League, which was, I mean, we, again, yeah, in the podcast last week, we were, we were just like, yes, the Juve win all over it. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's 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 that sort of thing where it's a it's a changing over, it's a transitional period. Um and it's come at a strange time. I think we've it's gone unnoticed because of the circumstances that, that it is in. But yeah, I can see it now. Um, you know, Haaland and Mbappe, are they the next two to take over um Europe? Uh, and, and challenge for Champions League. Is there going to be that battle between them? I would love yeah. to see them in the same league now. I think it's yeah, great to see I them in the same so, league yeah. now because I think we had so we had a, quite a few years of, of Ronaldo and Messi in the, in the same in the same country, but we could have had more. But which league would it be in then? See, see, this is the difficult thing because we constantly we, we're talking about you know. Mbappe to Real Madrid, Mbappe to Real Madrid, because you know they need that sort of star, star mm. man. Um, you know, it's happened in Spain before. Can it happen in England? I would love to see it happen. It'd be in crazy, England. wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, we've got so much young talent coming through anyway, um, mm. all, all, all throughout the league as well. So it's, I think the 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 most the most possible would be in Spain. Purely mm. because of what the two clubs, the two you know powerhouses in Europe are, are doing at the moment, um, and and the sort of players that they need to to drive them forward and be back where where they were 
you know, those two challenging for titles, those two challenging for the Champions League. So I think that the likelihood it, it would be in Spain, but I think there is the chance that it could be in England. You know, Haaland's connections to to Man U, Liverpool, um, City, you know, that those clubs can sign him and would be able to afford him. Um, you know, you talk about those two players and Mbappe as well. We talk about how much money there is in the English game and it is an attractive outlook for players coming in purely because of the wages uh, and the lifestyle that they'll be able to provide their families and stuff like that. So, mm, of course. No, I, I, I'd love to see it in England, but I think the likelihood is purely because of the um, the drive and, and the attractiveness yeah, of Barcelona yeah, and Real Madrid. We'll just see that again. Well, yeah, yeah. You never know. Fingers crossed. We'll see. We'll see those two in in um, the Premier League mm-hmm. together. I think that'd be absolutely fantastic. So you know, if if you know someone's listening, you know the I don't know what the guys called at Man City, but Abramovich as well, the American Chelsea, guys at Real yeah. Madrid. You know, we never know. We've got a few clubs that could afford him. Flog, mm. flog him. A couple Massive. of swap deals as well. Who knows? Yeah. But, <laughs> Right, That's just how wishful thinking. Uh, Smithy, uh, uh, Big Joe, uh, we just had another message come through now, but we'll get to that one in yeah. a sec. Um, Big Joe Smith saying, last week I was gutted to see that Leipzig absolutely awful and they still managed to knock United out in the group stages. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. oh, I just knew it. I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, to God. be fair, we have... We said, didn't we, like Leipzig could take it to Liverpool, but um, I uh, still think you can't underestimate them. Mm. Um, and then I, I thought they'd be riding like the crest of the wave going into the weekend, but yeah, obviously we're not here to discuss that. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I think, yeah, this is obviously Liverpool's last chance really now doing something this season and um, they took it to Leipzig and yeah. It looks like top four might even be push. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we saw Atletico Madrid against um, Liverpool uh, last year. Last so year, yeah. We've seen stranger things happen in the competition. Well, especially with Liverpool in this competition. I mean, the Barcelona result was just insane. Uh, that was more like the final than the final actually was. But it's it, again, I agree with you. I think it is hard to even. You can't rule them out. I wouldn't rule them out, especially it's only 2-0. If it was 3-4, maybe, then maybe you could, mm-hmm. you could uh, even consider that. But, you know, can't rule them out. I, I agree. But, yeah, from a Man U fan's perspective, it is a bit embarrassing that mm-hmm. Leipzig still might Yeah, I hate to say it, but yeah. well, I love saying it, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, you, you do want to rattle through these ones? Ollie King's just sent in. Yeah, shout out, Ollie. Love you, son. Um, yeah, now we'll we'll have a look at these because this will we'll move on to, to this week. Because um, I think that was a pretty good overview of what happened last mm-hmm. week. I mean, some of the other games were pretty, they were they weren't pretty dull actually. It was quite a good mixture of, of results. Um, and I think now we we seen uh, we seen quite a few of the teams that we you know we didn't think we're going to do too well, but. I yeah, it's made, it's, it's made it more like, exciting, you know, something to look forward to yeah, when the second legs come round. 
because I always think with the round 16 in the Champions League, there's always some duff teams in there that yeah. shouldn't really be there. Um, but I said in the last weeks that the teams that are there deserve to be there. They've they've played well and shown themselves, shown themselves to be good. Um, just go through quickly. We had somebody reply to our tweet um, about the last week's fixtures. Matt King, who obviously oh, loves yeah. the pod. Um, he's got his predictions for this week, but also last week, Harland and Sancho last week with the uh, what's almost like fire emoji. Um, like Mbappe turning Barca into Blackburn. Yeah, uh, he did, to be fair, Liverpool had a horrible night. Yeah, he did. Um, um, Liverpool won, but Anfield is a goal brothel <laughs> right now. <laughs> And Penaldo is average. They can easily turn it around. I think, yeah. That, I think like, that's a very fair reflection of the whole yeah, thing, really. Some expletives, but, you know, we'll go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't but, think that Anfield was a brothel, but we nah, move. I agree, mate. At the minute, <laughs> it, it is, it is right. I agree, I agree. <laughs> okay. But we'll, we'll look forward to this week's, because mm. this week's... I mean, we said last week that, you know... This week's fixtures do look a bit more attractive um, mm-hmm. from from a bit of a, an exciting who knows what's going to happen sort of perspective. Um, I mean, we'll start with the... I think this is the big one for this week with Atletico versus Chelsea. Yeah, big, big. Um, you know, Atletico doing fantastically well in their division. I mean, Chelsea only managed to grab a point against Southampton. So, you know, is it is it from from my perspective? I'm asking you, is it a competition where Chelsea feel that this is their priority, or is top four their priority, and Atletico the same? They're pushing for the league. Is it a priority for them? I think that Tuchel will see this as, you know, he's coming to a team that's still competing in FA Cup, Champions League, and. Um, Whatchamacallit, like you say, uh, the top four places in the league. I think we'll find out with his lineup tonight whether or not this is one that he's taking seriously. I think yeah. that Chelsea have a lot of space for rotation. Um, yeah. So I, I I think they'll go with Giroud tonight. Um, yeah. I think that yeah, Werner's so well. still struggling. He came out I this think- week and said he's it's a wake up call to find out how just how physical the league's been. Yeah. Um, so I think I feel like they'll go with Giroud. You know, he he scored goals. He obviously bagged against Sevilla a lot yeah. back in December. But um, I for Chelsea, I don't think we'll know until we see the lineups tonight. But for Atleti, I think that they love to win the league. Yeah, and they've come so close twice in the last what is it seven or eight years now to yeah. to winning this final two. Um, is this a good opportunity? Ollie King said that if they go through, would they be considered favourites? I think yeah. there's a 50-50 split between them. Well, about the three teams, I think Bayern is still going to be fantastic once they get the players back. Atleti yeah. have been consistent despite the loss at the weekend to Levante. Yeah. And um, I think City... Yeah, can't you can't really? Yeah, I, I, I sort of. You now, Atletico have been absolutely ruthless as well, which we haven't really seen mm. over 
over the last few years and they've managed to score goals uh, as well. You know, the defence, without a shadow of a doubt, is one of the best uh, in Europe. So Simeone loves it, doesn't he? Yeah, he loves, he loves to keep it tight at the back. Um, but he's got that added quality now. Yao Felix has really found his feet, which mm-hmm. I love because I think he's a, a very special young talent that, that could be one of, one of the best in years to come. But, you know, they've still got quality. We talk about Suarez, um, you know, Saul... Uh, Lorente as well from midfield. I, I love the formation that, that that work with it. Just seems to work. So I can't. I, I do see them as one of the favourites. I wouldn't consider them the favourites because um, there's so there's still so many good sides in the competition. And you know, it, it's one of those where this this is the thing about comp- competitions, especially in these stages. People could have a terrible. Terrible game, one game, and an amazing game the next game. So, you know, and with across two legs, that's always the difficulty. Can you do it consistently across both games? Um, and that's that's the most beautiful thing about this competition. But mm. I, I I put them up there. I wouldn't say they're the, they're the favourites uh, purely because of the other sides that are in the competition. Uh, regarding this game, I do I do see them them going through. Um, all right, purely okay. Because, purely because, from a Chelsea standpoint, <clears throat> new manager, um, you know, results sort of picked up, um, but they haven't really had too much of a challenge as of late. Uh, you know, they've, they've played, they played teams towards the bottom of the table. I mean, the Spurs game wasn't really, ex- and Spurs have been shocking as of late. So, you know, it's it's. It's one of those, you know, Chelsea, they don't look rampant. Um, mm. I, I always think of Chelsea as successful. Yeah, successful in the competition. And that you do have to be rampant. You do have to be ruthless. You do have to have that killer edge that, that some sides do um, in this competition because, you know, chances are so few and far between. Uh, as we say, we've talked about Werner. Um, for me, it's... It's one of those transfers where we'll see the best of him next year. Yeah, um, I think so too. You know, or towards the end of this season. Um, with the Euros, it's chucked in there too. Yeah. Where's the rest period? Yeah, that's the thing. And I think in some ways, if Chelsea were to go out of the competition, it would benefit them. Uh, mm. You know, resting. It's still in the FA Cup, as you say. Um Resting the players, getting you know that week's resting where you can. Um, so I know Chelsea have got the rotation, but I don't think there's star players or star names. I think every place is up for grabs at the moment, uh, mm. especially with a new manager coming in. Um, but yeah, I can I can see Atletico going through this one. Um, yeah. I, don't, I won't say it'd be easy, but I can see, I can still see him going through. Yeah, hopefully it's a lovely trip for them to Bucharest. Nice, nice yeah. few days out in Romania. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, soak in the Romanian sun. Yeah, few few tubeborgs along the way. See them. <laughs> yes, son. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we move on to the. Are you ready for Lazio Bayern? The boys. Yeah, I'm, not really, I'm not ready for it at all. No. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I don't think Bayern are either because no, the, the, the squad is riddled with injuries right now. Yeah. I mean, 
to th- um, some of it, well, a few of them are COVID COVID related. Yeah. Um, Muller is a huge miss. I think that the with, guy is so consistent. Yeah, and so consistent. he doesn't only score; he sets him up. He's he is the link-up play, you know. Um, yeah. And I think that but Sane is finding his feet a bit better. Um, and it, it's still they are the champions. You can't rule them out just as though, yeah. just like with yeah, Liverpool. Um, this this squad's like, still strong though. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. The eleven that they'll put out will still be a strong squad. I mean, the loss at the weekend can't have done the the you know them great for the confidence. But mm-hmm. yeah. uh, to to be fair, the the loss opens up a massive um, opportunity now for that for well, the Bundesliga to be a, a title race again. But yeah, um, obviously this that is not our focus with this episode. So <laughs> we'll stick to um, the fact <laughs> that also yeah, last year. Let us know if you want us to do a, a Bundesliga, Bundesliga episode. One. I'm yeah. sure we can watch all the highlights of this year. Yeah, oh, halfway through the episode. Yeah, piece of good. <laughs> no, there we but, go then. Yeah, it, not only is it Muller out there, you've got Pavard and um, Taliso Nabry as well. How can you forget? Or Serge Gnabry. Costa. Costa. Why is he still um, there? I think that yeah, those players are out, but then you also still have the likes of Komen, coming in you have Alfonso yeah. Davis down the other side too you've got Joshua Kimmich as well but yeah, it's a fast team isn't it it's it is a very fast team. team and they love the um they love to play it up and I think that Alaba also fits in the role now he can play anywhere for as yeah. long as he's still at the club um he, and you can't rule out Lewandowski so <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but then are all these players going to be stopped by Pepe Reina. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Simple. Yes. Pepe Reina's a baller, mate. I feel, I feel like it's a a bit of like a a different Italian side. You know, you've got them playing three five two. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Italian creatively, sides, creatively going forward, I I do I do like Correa. I think he's a really great. I, mm. I mean. I mean, I saw him when he played against for Sevilla, playing against Man U age ago in the Europa League. You know, he was his his technical ability is brilliant. I mean, you can't mm. again immobile is sort of similar to Lewandowski in, in how many goals he yeah, consistently poach, scoring. Yeah. Um, they've got a formation; it works. Um, mm. And you know, they don't have too many players that can come off the bench and change a game. But they start in eleven. <laughs> Will it be able to keep keep buying out? I don't yeah. think so. It's a formation that um, like, there's areas you can be exploited. You yeah. know, like if yeah. the if you push up too far down one side, then it just takes a ball over the top. And they've got the yeah. players with, like you said, pace. I think it will mostly be down the left because if they're playing Nicolas Sula buying it right back. He's yeah. he's a solid centre back. Yeah. There's no, no way mate, he's, got he's a pacey, <laughs> He's a flying wing back. He's he's a speed demon. What are you talking about? It just takes him ages to work it up. But um, yeah, I, th- I, st- I don't think you can rule out Bayern. They have been shaky in the league, but this yeah. is what the competition is all about. You know, you, you say you have an off day, you get the shock results. Yeah. I think this is one to look forward to, and hopefully, I'll yeah. catch it tonight. So yeah, um, this would be the one for I me. won't be catching any of these ones tonight because the Millers no. are live on That's... Sky Sports. Many. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's fair. Uh, I, remember, I remember last week I messaged you, I messaged you about something. And you were like, "Sorry, mate, Millers are on TV." I was yeah, like, "Oh, sorry, mate, it's still been severe." Nah, mate, don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Millers is more important just because um, we get every time we lose, every time we play in Sky Sports, we lose unless it's a playoff final or semi final. Yeah, no, of course. Unless it's a playoff, <laughs> who cares? Right. Anyway, um, moving on to yeah, Wednesday tomorrow, night. the twenty fourth of the second, twenty twenty one. Munch and Gladback versus City in the Puskas Arena. Absolute scenes. Um, I don't want to talk about this one for long because I think it's over before it started. Mm, okay. Well, <laughs> no, no offense to Gladback, but it just is. Do you think that resting Foden at the weekend? Means that game. he is going to tear the Germans a new one in this one. Well, I was fuming because he's in my fantasy. Team. Same here. For well. God's sake, man. <laughs> I ate the, the right going on a bit of a side note. Never put city players in your no. fantasy side <laughs> because guess what? They won't play, they never play. They're always whoever you put in that week is getting out, mate. He's going in, he's going out. Who cares? All mm. over the place. But City, you know, they're, they're just some absolute flames. I mean, it was only 1-0 against Arsenal, but still got the win. Um, and I, I just see it going that way. City, at the minute, so solid defensively. You don't, you, They don't look like they're ever going to concede a chuffing goal. To that. I know. They, um, I, they made, they made mistakes at the weekend, but Arsenal just couldn't punish them. Yeah. And I think that that, that is just, if you're not... If you're not a team on City's level, yeah. you don't have the quality in the squad to punish them, then your chance is gone. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we look at the game City have played um as of late. You know, they're not they're not against easy sides and they've all they've come out with quite convincing wins. Um and you know, it's it's not it's not like they're slowing down either. Um, mm. I mean last year last year was a bit of a blip for them in terms of you know, they, they weren't challenging constantly, but they had such a grueling season the season before. And I really do think that takes a toll on players. But from a City perspective, 10 points clear in the league. Um, Champions League still not yet to be won under Guardiola. You know, that's yeah, not a bet. Really. <laughs> and especially with the amount of rotation that they can provide, mm. again, fi- firing on all cylinders, you know, in in all do in you think, competitions. Do you think that this team works better without a recognised number nine? I, I, again, talking about the blooming take the ball, pass the ball. Mm-hmm. The, you know, we, I watched that and Messi was playing in that same role. Um, I think the interesting thing with this City side is anyone can really take up that position. Mm-hmm. It's not, it, there's a lot of rotation and that's so hard to mark defensively. If you're saying, right, we're going to say flat back five, four across the midfield, you don't know who you need to pick up, especially if you're playing that defensive formation. And even with four, four, you know, four blocks of four, you know, it's so hard to know you're going to pick up. You don't want to, you don't know if to go and press the ball, uh, chase the man or stay after mm-hmm. or stay in your position. Sorry. I think it's, it's so difficult and it's so great to see that it actually works. Um, because it's one of those that's sort of disputed quite regularly that, that I don't work, you know, that not if you don't do it right, but it's being done right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Guardiola quite likes the idea of not playing a recognised striker uh, purely because, you now Aguero's injuries, Jesus' injuries are far too 
far too frequent. Um, so I think he likes the idea of having that option. And now that he started to work as well, that, you know, they've not really got much to worry about when it comes to injuries. And I, I think it is working. I think it's working mm-hmm. really well. Yeah, and I think that they're playing Gladbach at probably the right time as well because yeah. um, they can't seem to win a game in the league. I don't think they've won for like three three to four weeks now yeah. um, since they beat Dortmund, but also the manager announcing that, or having to announce under pressure that he is taking the Dortmund job. Is yeah. Are the players willing to or play for him till the end of the season. I mean, no. they're dropping out of the Champions League places in the League Two. Um, this is probably the last side that they wanted to play in Man City, but they've got yeah. them. And uh, in answer to Oli King's question, will Pep keep up his run against the German teams? Probably yes. Piece of cake. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because um, yeah. they, they lost to Mainz, who was second bottom at the weekend too. Yeah. Um, fighting for their lives, obviously, but... Um, yeah, I just I don't know. If, I don't know what happened because they were doing so well earlier in the season. Yeah, but... it's it's so hard, isn't it? Um, mm. That the trials and tribulations of a footballing season is it's it's every mm. year, really, isn't it? And I mean, this is even a it. harder <laughs> year. <laughs> even even hard even harder this year. You know, with the lack of break, lack of preseason. We've already spoke about this sort of these sort of things. So. And, and I mean that manager thing. I think for me is completely ridiculous. Uh, I, it winds me up that that sort of thing happens. Um, you know, why can't you just wait until the end of the season before yeah. making it public? Of course, uh, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm not sure if there's a reason behind it. Um, there probably is. I don't know. Mm. But you know, well, it's it's it must be frustrating from a fan's perspective. Um, because it's it's where you can't even trust the manager really. Is he gonna yeah. do what's best? <laughs> Mate, is he gonna do what's best for you, really? Is he gonna mm-hmm. do what's best for you? I don't think so. Um, but yeah, I think I yeah, City will keep their good record against the German sides. Um, and I think they'll win both legs. Yeah, I probably yeah. agree with that. Pretty, pretty simple, really, isn't it? Yeah, we said this last week. <laughs> yeah, pretty simple. But then we move on to the last game that looks like an interesting outfit. Um, both sides, you know, a bit of a bit of a bit of wobbliness going on. Yeah, a lot of a lot of um, injuries for Real Madrid. Um, so, is it Atlanta's you know time to just dive in there? Yeah, results. I think that they're showing that they can play without Papu Gomez. Still, they've won the last yeah. four games in. Uh, in all competitions, cup and league, uh, and they're coming up against the Real side, who are still trying to fight their way back to the top of the league table. Yeah. Um, but as Ollie King in another question has asked, they are well mentioned that are injury it. ravaged. He's done his research, man. Yeah. Like this he is what we enjoy. Um, it it's one of those games. I'm sort of back in the underdog here, you know, Atalanta. Yeah, they, they've been so fun to watch. Of the last two campaigns, I mean that the first two campaigns in the in this competition too. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, Gasparini's plays a great brand of football. Mm, it um, is so enjoyable that, uh, yeah. watching them against uh, or through the group stages. I know it was against teams like Mitchelland in that group too, but this yeah. is the side that kept Ajax out. This was yeah. Um, we did we did mention too that 
whoever was knocked out of that group into the Europa League would probably go on to win it and Ajax have the advantage against Lille now. But um, yeah, I just, I hope that, I hope there's goals in this one, you know. I mean, this is essentially Real Madrid's competition, um, but... You just can't, so just many injuries, know. though. Just so many key players. I mean, Benzema, Carvajal, Hazard, Marcelo, Militao, Adriozola, Ramos, Rodrigo, Valverde. It's just that's that's, that's like yeah. That it's like what even have they got left? Mm. You know, I mean, they've still they've still won four of the last. They've won the last four. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, you know, interesting sign. I mean, blooming Lucas Vasquez is playing right back. Madness. Um, still pulled out the one nil at the weekend against yeah uh, uh, via I mean, it's still an it's still an all right squad, but I think it's a well matched game now. If, mm-hmm. You know, Real Madrid were full fully fit. You'd say they have the advantage, but it's a well matched game in terms of the quality of players that yeah. Atalanta have uh, in comparison <laughs> to Real Madrid. So, who knows where this one could go? Um, I'm. I don't even know what to predict. To be fair, I mean, I enter at home the first game, so I don't know. It's all set up for a um, second leg. The, first, the teams yeah. that are home in the second leg, it just it normally happens, doesn't it? They, yeah, they, they come through with the win, but um, yeah, I think this is just going to be. It, I think all of the ties, to be fair, this week look like entertaining Champions League ties yeah. except perhaps for the Man City one um, yeah uh, but just because like you say this round of 16 is where you sort of see the, the, the teams that have found their way there but probably don't have the legs to go any further um, yeah. but yeah long may long may this fantastic cup competition continue yeah love it mate yeah it, absolutely. so good it's still not as good as the Europa League. I watched the Europa League. <laughs> the goal, the highlight shows. I watched it. I watched it for the first time <laughs> I've, in my life on YouTube. The other yeah, day. that was unreal, mate. Oh, what a show goals, that is, man! Like the, the, the Europa, the Europa League is better than the Championship, Champions League. There, I said it. The comebacks in that, though, like uh, unreal, mate. Yo, the, Leverkusen got it back to three-three yeah. three against Young Boys and then lost, but after being three-nil down, but. Then you got the Hoffenheim Mulder game where yeah. Hoffenheim missed the penalty to go four one up and drew three three Rangers, two Rangers and Rangers Antwerp. game two yeah it's mad. the AC Milan game with versus I don't know it's for oh Red Star Belgrade yeah Red Star Belgrade but two all they were two 0 down. And out of nowhere, the blooming big guy flicked it in the back. That's seat. a mad header. Net- let us know. Let us know if you want us to do a Europa League one as well. Because yeah, I, I I quite enjoy the Europa League. It's a yeah, great competition. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. And when that third one comes in, I don't know when. I'm not, not sure when it's supposed to be coming in. But if if that third competition comes in, that'll mm. be better than both of them. Yeah. <laughs> right, you watch. You watch. Be I'll like wait flipping, for it. West Ham away to flipping, I don't know. Yeah. Some some team in like, I don't know, Bali or something. <laughs> Versus Bali Bar- United. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's quality. I mean, the fact that, you know, it helps maybe that these um, sides get knocked out of the Champions League. Um, yeah. It's a longer process, especially if you have to qualify, like, Wolves is the example from last yeah. season. <laughs> and, and look how knackered they are now. I know. And th- there's been teams that haven't quite made it in the past too. If you think about like Burnley, 
got to like the final stage of qualifying yeah. and then lost to Olympiakos of all teams, you know. Olympiakos love this competition. Yeah, they do. They this is, love it. yeah, there are, the, there are the names in that competition that they're, they're there most of the time. If it's not Sevilla, yeah. then it's some side that still finishes sixth in like Serie A or something like that. Yeah. Mental. Mm-hmm. So good. But yeah, that's our, that's our roundup, our preview and things to look forward to for yeah. the next two evenings. Positivity yes. flowing through the veins. Much better now. Yeah, everyone's buzzing. Mm. Feels like I'm on holiday. <laughs> it's because you are, mate. You're in I'm not on holiday. <laughs> I'm cleggy. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, nice. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, and don't worry, we're, we're here. We're blooming on it like a carb on it. So. Yes. It'll be it all the time. We're, we're consistent now, mate. We're consistent. <laughs> so tell your friends, tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your dog that Not Just 90 is the best pod. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Lyrical genius. Well, thank you very much for listening. Stop it there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Um, and ciao for now, folks. Yes, thanks very much, guys. See you soon.